This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. You're listening to a Joycast of Critical Hit, a gaming show by gamers for gamers on Joy 94.9. Kev, I can't believe you found the boss key. I know, and I couldn't have done it without you, Luke. You're listening to Critical Hit, Joy's only video game show. It's by gamers, for gamers. You are here on Critical Hit on Joy 94.9. It is a lovely Saturday afternoon here in Melbourne, Australia, and it is time for your favourite video game show. I'm Luke, and I'm joined by Kev. Hello. Kev's back. I am It's been a here. while. It has been a while. Dragged you away from your domestic life. Yes, yes. <laughs> Thank you for coming back to Thank me. you for uh, having me, because <laughs> we are talking about exciting things. We are talking about Yay. exciting things. More on that in a moment. Also joined by Ronnie in the studio as well. Yeah, it's good to be back. I know, I've it's been, been a while for ages. you. I know. You've been off, you know... 
playing gigs and being a rock star or whatever. <laughs> Woo! Whatever you're doing you just playing losing my guitar job. Guitar hero. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that's yeah. It. Rock yeah. band. Yeah. 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 Becoming unemployed, getting reemployed, all the good yeah. stuff. And also joined by the wonderful Viv. Hello. Hello, darling. How are you? I am great. I'm wonderful. Good as always. You. As always. <laughs> good to have you here as well. And it is a um it's part of our twenty sixteen preview. We've been doing it over the last few shows. So we've so far we've covered off multi platform gaming and we've covered off the big games coming out for the Xbox One this year. Now today it is Kev's forte. It is. Nintendo. <laughs> Nintendo. It's all about Nintendo and what they're doing this year. Now Game-wise, not as many as the other um, platforms this year, I have to say. A bit of a light year ahead. Um, nothing is announced past, I think, June, pretty much, in terms of release dates, which is interesting. But Secrets. 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 Lots of secrets. <laughs> and um, lots of business changes as well, which is interesting. So they're going to head to the mobile gaming. They could have a new console coming out this year. It's all, it's all up in the air. Rumours are running wild. I mean, they, they did just lose their president. Only a few months ago. Yeah, so, the plans would be know. in place. <laughs> plans would be in place. It does, so. Yeah, but it does change the entire scope of your organisation as well, I'd say, though. Maybe. Just a little bit. Maybe. Yeah. We'll see what happens. <laughs> it's been a pretty hectic year for them, so we'll see. Now, last couple of weeks, guys, we've been bringing back a segment that we used to do when we didn't have lots of reviews and stuff like that. So it's still a quiet time of year in terms of reviews, which is lovely. Um, not getting three or four games a week to play through, because mm. we were all employed and don't have time for that so <laughs> talking about what we're playing at the moment so the games that we're currently spending our time on so now kev what have you been playing over the last few weeks um i started playing dragon age inquisition again oh. from the start oh wow um because i wanted to ride the bull you because uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know. i read him first time because <laughs> why not um yeah so i've been spending a lot of time playing that lately um so Still, just to put clarity on that, Iron Bull is a yeah, character yeah. in the game that you can choose to romance and have a fling with. Yeah, yeah. And, and fall in love with, into maybe. kinky stuff. He is into kinky he's, stuff. Yeah. But he's quite a lovely person. He's pansexual as well, and he is just loves everybody. He's so a big sweetie. It's a big sweetie. Um, so, yeah, I started playing that again, and that's kind of really all I've been playing lately. That was your main motivation, was to get that romance storyline? Yes, okay. it actually was. Okay. Um, and then I realised how long it was taking me to actually get that storyline, and by then I was very invested in the game again. So, yeah. um, it's funny because you know, despite the fact that I've done all of it all before, I still I haven't actually ever finished the game. Yeah. So I played up to a certain point and I didn't finish it. So I think hopefully this time around I'll get around to finishing it. Are you finding that you're doing missions and stuff that you didn't do before to try and switch it up a little bit, or are you finding that you're retraining I'm, a similar sort of path? That yeah, you went on? making different changes so uh like different choices you know where you have the choice for someone to live or die or that kind of thing like yeah. choosing the opposite um that i've done before uh yeah. i think a lot of the missions i've done are quite similar um got the same missions but yeah you know went with the templars instead of the majors this time and, yeah. and you know that kind of thing cool. so trying to make different choices and st- still being able to experience different yeah. things in the game nice nice now um ronnie what have you been playing at the moment? Now, you're in an interesting situation because you don't have internet. I don't. I haven't had the internet for <laughs> so long. I'm getting it in two weeks, so I cannot Hooray. wait. I'm just going to go and like spend so much money. <laughs> Welcome to the so, future. Um, I've been holding off buying games, so because I don't get the full experience, and I, I know it will just make me sad. So I've been catching up on games that I missed out on when I was stuck in 
I was going to say the D hole, but I don't want to say the D hole <laughs> because Daddy. yeah, you're on yeah, Joyce. Uh, <laughs> too late. Radio yeah, station. Too, too late. Um, <laughs> um, when I was stuck in Destiny, basically, yes. I missed so many amazing games. Um, and Luke actually lent me his copy of Shadow of Mordor. Yes, and it is the most incredible game. Yes, and I'm so sad that I missed it when <laughs> everyone else was playing time. it. Damn it! But I'm still having so much fun playing it. It's like it's it's good fun. Yeah, it's a nice level of challenging. It's just fun to. It's so satisfying. Just slashing everything's heads off. Yeah, <laughs> shooting with them arrows from afar. Yeah, so far, and it looks great as well. Like the the change between Wraith and Ranger, how it just goes like all blue and white, and it everything feels. Everything just works so yeah. well. I've um, been hearing you talking about it over the last couple of weeks since you've been playing it again, and even I'm like, oh, I remember that. I want to play it, because that was my game of the year for 2014. Like, I love that game, you know? And um, the Nemesis system, for me, still uh, is that was nuts. one of the coolest implementations yeah. from any game. Yeah. That totally annoyed the hell memory. out of me. <laughs> totally annoyed the hell out of me. Why? Because I, I was, I'm, you know, I'm not great at those kind of games, and right. so I would lose all the time. And so then these orcs were all getting promotions, and... <laughs> becoming so much better than I was. Yeah, I did that at first. I kept trying to tackle the one dude and he just kept getting the better of me. And then later on when I found him, it was like one crossbow shot and I was down. Like, it was so bad. And I was... I needed to... So I took a long break before I tried it again. It's really punishing as well. Yeah. They kill you. They insult you. Yeah, they're mean. As well, they're so mean. <laughs> they're mean girls. I'm like, I'm like, I don't want to play this right now. I like the ones that are My like... My ego gets hurt. <laughs> I like the ones that are insulting but very dumb as well where they're like, you has a brainses, I wants to eat it. And you're like, what? <laughs> like, what, what are you even... It's really... There's funny just little dialogue. details that are really nice as well. I mean, if you if one of them runs away because you've burnt him, next time you face him, he'll have his half of his face burnt off. Yeah. Oh, or nice. like he'll have like an arrow broken off in his head or something like that. Yeah, it's, such it's a good really pretty nice. good. And you can pick it up for, like, nothing now. Like, it's so cheap yeah. nowadays. So, yeah. It's definitely it. worth, uh, yeah, giving a shot. It's kind of so big as well. Like, it's so open world. Yeah. It's like, uh, I remember, like, every time I'd run into one, you know, of those uh, enemies, I'd be like, ah, run away. And you just, like, <laughs> run as fast as you, you can. And they're, like, chasing after you. And you're like, I need to keep running. <laughs> running and then you run up a tower and they're still chasing you. You're yeah. like, oh, oh, God, oh, oh, God, what am I going to do now? But I like that. The AI actually is determined to kill you. Yeah, absolutely. So, they're not going to stop. It doesn't get stopped by an invisible border. Yeah, they just, yeah and you're they basically the only the hero there. So you pretty much feel like you're just versus the world, basically, yeah. which yeah. is really fun. Cool, cool. Very good game. Very happy. Viv, what are you playing at the moment? Uh, I'm playing two things at the moment. I'm playing my usual Don't Starve because I love that game so much. And I'm currently playing through Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories. Right. Getting prepared for this year when number three is coming you out. Hope. So oh, <laughs> don't don't jinx it, please. <laughs> I need it in my life. <laughs> so you're you're a you're a Kingdom Hearts diehard, aren't you? Yeah, I love it. What a, what about it? Because I I've played the first two. I haven't played any of the several annoying spin-offs like yeah. two point three <laughs> and Dream Drop Distance and Ridiculous. Yeah. Oh my god, they're such good games. <laughs> but I'm so, going through them all at the moment. So, both like that. so why yeah. are they so good though? What about because I thought I found the combat like annoying. I found the jump mechanics really clunky. I find the characters to be pretty annoying for the most part. Childlike. I don't know. For, for me personally, I think it's just because I kind of grew up on it. It was yeah. one of the first games that I got for PS2, and like so many memories of me just like sitting there and like ah imagining all the wonderful scenarios and and it was just really great. And I don't know. It's just it's lighthearted and it's fun, but it's not. 
boring, at yeah. least to me. It's not boring. Uh, and it's the thing, I think, you, you know, you mentioned this fact that they're childlike. And you're right, yeah. they all are childlike. But the, the reason I love it so much is because they are characters from my childhood. There are so many characters in there. You know, mm. you've got, like, the Winnie the Pooh world. You've yes. got Alice in Wonderland. You've got Tron. You've got all of these different things. And they're characters that you grew up with. It's like being in Disneyland yeah. with a sword. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think yeah. the, new <laughs> the new one will be really interesting because there's so many new Disney things as well. Yeah, like, because they have Star Wars exactly. and Pixar now, which they didn't have before. Yeah. Yeah. So there's yeah. potential for some really cool things. Like, I'd be cool to do, like, an inside-out world yeah. where you're actually playing yeah. inside a little girl's brain and all the different memories and stuff. Stuff. Like um, oh, that would be yeah, amazing. So I love that. I love yeah. that about it. The, the the potential for crossover and the potential for kind of being creative with existing licenses and having them all talking to each other as well. Like yeah. I played through the first, so I didn't dislike them. I just I did find that. I'm not excited about the third one as much because mm. it did have problems. Mm. Um, but I loved seeing, like, you know, Cloud hanging out with, you know, with Sora and hanging out with yeah. <laughs> um, Donald Duck. And, you know, it's, it's yeah. cool seeing them all together and this this would never happen, but here it is in front of me and they're having conversations. And that's the fun thing about anything that's a crossover. It's really it's really cool in that way. But I think yeah. it's, yeah, it's the way that they're all integrated as well. So, you know, it, it is about... You know, a core group of people traversing through these different worlds, and the Keyblades are so awesome. Like, I just love the design of the Keyblades. Like, the mm, fact that cool you weapon. have so many different um, designs of them as well. But yeah, games like Dream Drop Distance were a lot of fun. Um, Dream Drop was quite difficult at some points because you only had short, like, a limited time that you could play as that character before they fell asleep again. Right. And mm. so then you were like, ah, I need to finish <laughs> things and you'd be in the middle of a boss battle and you fall asleep. And then you're like, ah, <laughs> oh, now I had to start that That's again. like my life. Yeah, it's so... It's <laughs> That's like, me on the couch. It, it was so... It was just really interesting. <laughs> yeah. Nice one. Well, look, I mean, you know, Kingdom Hearts, I'm sure you guys are looking forward to reviewing that one, that's for sure, later mm-hmm. this year. Hopefully later this year. It feels like it's been... Fingers touching wood. Touching wood. I mean, it has been like, what, it ten, has been ten years forever, since yeah. the second one or something? Yep, a 10, wow. 10 long overdue. Years. It's going to be amazing though because games are so much better now as well. So Are they? And yes, Donald Duck yes, will still not are. heal you whenever Such you go. No, don't even get me started. <laughs> <laughs> well, Goofy was always my favourite as a kid so I did like having Goofy by my yeah, side yeah. battling <laughs> with me. It was really cool. Yeah. So, nice one. <laughs> Coming back shortly, we're going to be talking about the news and then straight into our topic of the week, the big preview for Nintendo for 2016. You're on Critical Hit on Joy 94.9. With the games industry changing so often, it can be hard to keep up. That's why on Critical Hit, we deliver you the news that matters. Yes, we definitely do. And uh, in the news this week, got a few stories. It's The news is coming back. Last few weeks has been very light on it's content. It's start yeah. again soon. It is starting up because games are starting to come out, you know. Um, I think there's some big games coming in the next couple of weeks, which is very exciting. Now, the first one is uh, one that I found out today. And um, Navroni, we, we work together. And you know when I saw this article at work, I pretty much did a lap. Yeah. A lap oh. of joy yeah. and excitement. <laughs> um, I was so Sorry, thrilled. it's a fire style. Yeah, crazy. Like, clothes off. And um, basically... Oh. Ooh. Conversely, uh, Luke is now looking for a job. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, my boss wasn't there today, so they don't know. Uh, but no, I... Um, PlayStation 4 has recently had some PlayStation 2 games released onto the PS4. Um, they're looking into emulation and stuff, and a few of them have popped up. Some good ones like Dark Cloud and The Mark of Cree and some of the old GTAs as well, um, which is really, really cool. They're looking at older games and bringing them back. They announced uh, just today that one they're bringing back is Dark Cloud 2. It was actually known as Dark Chronicle here in uh, Australia and I think in Europe as well. Now, this is coming out on PlayStation 4 via the PS2 emulation on January 19th, which is Tuesday. 
Now, anyone in the room know what Dark Chronicle is? Nope. Unfortunately not. Not only from what you were screaming about all day today. <laughs> okay, so let me, let me put it into context, right? Firstly, it was released on the PS2, but with very little fanfare. Critically acclaimed, but didn't sell very well. Um, the sequel to another game, Dark Cloud, that was a launch title, and in Europe and Australia it was called Dark Chronicle. So poorly marketed because it had a different name altogether. So everyone's like, what is this game? It's like an RPG. Basically... In Dark Chronicle, you run around in randomly generated dungeons, so they're all random, right? So it was really cool back then to play in dungeons that aren't just the same structured things you're used to. Yeah. And on top of that, um, it was kind of Zelda-like in the way it was sort of built. Really cool cel-shaded style, though. And on top of that, you had a town that you could build. So you'd find elements of the town in the dungeons in the form of little orbs, and then you'd bring them back and actually build your town based on the items you found. So you'd find like a house or like a river or like all sorts of furniture and stuff. And so you'd collect all these house parts and town parts, bring them back to your town, have this whole town building element to then give you more abilities and more items and stuff to then go back into the dungeons. It was a really cool game. And it was so hard to find that years later on eBay you'd have to pay like 200 bucks for this oh game oh my god like it was so difficult to find so this is not like a mainstream release they're putting on the store now this is something that a lot of people haven't had the chance to play because it was so difficult to find and yeah. so sought after and I never got to play it because it was so hard to find and by the time I knew about it it was like more than 150 bucks to buy mm, online gosh. and I, I was a kid with not much money so I couldn't yeah um <laughs> So this is, for me, a chance to really go back and play a game that I legitimately missed out on that's a really solid, well-made RPG, and I'm super excited about it. The yeah, artwork looks really cool to win it as yeah. well. Yeah. It looks like Banjo-Kazooie meets Fable, kind of. Yeah, and the cel-shaded style is good because it doesn't age as badly as regular the regular realistic graphics did back then. Yeah. Cel-shading kind of still looks good today by today's standards. Still won't look as good as today's cel-shading, of course, but, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it won't look as bad as some of the other RPGs from that era. Because Nintendo is still doing it like that, so... <laughs> well, true. Um, <laughs> but look, have I sold it to you guys? Have I sold it, it to you? It looks pretty cool. Oh, I it's want really it. Yeah, yeah, I want it. It sounds yeah, cool. I'd like PlayStation to give it a go. Four, so. it's like, I'm always up for it. <laughs> well, once I get the answer... Oh, are you? That look. <laughs> Viv's always the dirty one of the group. Uh, but look, it was released in 2003, so 13 years ago almost. So it, this is pretty exciting. I'm excited to give, excited to give it a go again. So that was that was my exciting news for cool. today. Can I throw in something that's also exciting news that you might have missed? Uh, we can get to that later as part of our oh, Nintendo come talk. On. No, no. Uh, <laughs> it's Nintendo, right? You haven't wait. written it in here. Because it's part of Nintendo talk. Relax. Relax. Um, <laughs> in other news, Square Enix has announced the upcoming Hitman game will become a fully episodic title. So the Hitman games previously have been released in one go, on one disc. And this time around, however, they're going to release episodes. So episode one will come out in March when it was meant to come out. And episode two will be like in April and so on and so forth. And they'll charge per episode rather than doing a full disc. Don't tell Morgan. Don't tell Morgan. <laughs> or or um, Meigs. Meigs is super excited about Hitman. Um, but what do you guys think of this? Now, a game that's traditionally been on one disc, right? And now they're saying, let's split it up into episodes for the purpose of releasing it and I, selling it differently. I don't understand the point. I get bored with those kind of things. Like... Because like, I'll play it and I'll finish it in like a week and then I've got to wait a whole another month or so for like the next one. And yeah. I'm like, I, d- I don't care anymore. Yeah, and like, I might yeah. get the second, maybe the third, but I won't get the, the last one. And then it will just always be unfinished. <laughs> and sadness. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's a risk marketing-wise and business-wise because if you have a game on launch that's, you know, in stores, 
Retail price, 80 bucks, right? Thereabouts. You buy it, you've spent your 80 bucks, you've given them the money, you've got the game, and whether you finish it or not at that point, you've paid for it. So they've got their money, yeah? Mm. With episodic games, it almost it leaves itself open to people playing the first one, going, you know what? Yeah, whatever. This is terrible. Uh, I get it. Yeah. I get it. I don't need to pay for three more of these, you know? I've spent $15 instead, and I've gotten the experience I wanted. And also, I think it makes it hard for the story to connect up properly as well. You're less attached to an ongoing drama within a game because it has to pause and then do the awkward, previously on Hitman. (laughs) And I just don't think it works very well. I found the same thing with Resident Evil Revelations 2 last year, which was released in five different episodes. I find that really strange. I find that Resident Evil should be one consistent thing. You know, yeah. you should play it start to finish, lights off, and have this really deep, scary experience that builds and builds and builds. Because it's episodic, they almost want you to kind of start again every time, so that when you, if you buy episode three to try it out by yourself, you're not going to feel like you have to learn everything. Yeah, does that make sense? Like, it's yeah, just, yeah like, they're teaching I'm, you again. I'm it's really not a fan you. of. I'm really not a fan of it. Like, it works with some games. I mean, like, um, The Walking Dead and uh, Life is Strange. Like, that works really well with those kind of games that are more story based and narrative. Yeah, but but yeah, I mean, for Hitman, um, I'm yeah, not a fan. The only <laughs> way it would work and does work, I think, is if it has an extremely strong story where you're like, I have to find out what happens. Exactly. Next. Right. Yes. Which and, Telltale but, games do. And yeah. Life is Strange like, is the same. Hitman is like... I don't know. I, I play it for the cool assassinations and like for the cool different ways to do each mission, not well, for the storyline. It's practically getting The storyline is like... Mm. It's never been... It's been cool, but never been great. Yeah. So, Throw I mean, away. even the movies were... Oh, yeah, that's not what I mean. <laughs> But yeah, it's going to be like buying a new mission pack every month. Yeah. So you'd have to really love, 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 love Hitman to buy every one, I think. I guess some people will, but uh, to me, I think it's a silly decision. Um, and, you know, to sell a collector's edition still with a figurine that's really cool and say it's a digital download, but of course, you have to... All that does is like a season pass. Like, yeah. you get the download code, then every month or two, you get more Hitman delivered to you on your on your console. I just... I don't know. You I get bored of it after a while. Yeah. yeah, it's a strange decision. I think it's a, a bad one. Because I was looking forward to it. Statue's now, cool, though. Statue is really cool. <laughs> but now I'm not looking forward to it. I'm like, eh. Whatever. I was yeah. keen. Now I'm like... I think it will fall. I, I, I won't get it. Yeah. Because of that reason. Well, hopefully they, they learn from their mistakes. If, it's, oh, if it is indeed a mistake. I think so. they will. They'll they'll see what it does and it's like... Oh, Whoops. We went wrong. Yes, indeed. Now, some more news. Now, on to Nintendo news. Now, Kev, all right, you're itching about it. So, what are you so excited about? Well, I hope it comes out to Australia because it's only so far scheduled to be coming out in the UK, according to uh, this. No, the studio, this is this is Australia. It is everywhere. One, yeah. Okay, so uh, 2016 is obviously the 20th anniversary of Pokemon, and Woo! so <laughs> what they're doing is they're re-releasing new 2DSs with emulator versions of Pokemon Red, Pokemon Yellow, and Pokemon Blue. <gasps> Amazing! Oh yeah. my gosh, which is cool. They're but very here's my problem with this, right? <laughs> What's your problem? So we're getting this 2DS thing where you can buy a 2DS, which is, let's face it, it's a kid's version of the 3DS. Yes. Because yep. um, you can drop it like a Nokia and it's not going to break, basically. That's 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 the point of it, you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? So And it doesn't you know, hate your ass because it has 3D. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's it's for kids. It's a simple version of the 3DS. In the US, they're not having these, these packs. In the US, they're getting a, a new 3DS XL bundle with interchangeable Pokemon faceplates with the games preloaded on. Which is so much cooler. Because US were like, "Eh, we're not getting the 2DS, because they announced this first, this 2DS deal. And they were like sad about it. 
And then I was like, haha, Americans. And then all of a sudden, now they're getting this better deal with this really cool bundle. I wouldn't, I already have a new 3DS XL, so I wouldn't personally want it. But for those looking for an excuse to upgrade to a new 3DS XL from their previous 3DS, yeah. that would have been a really good motivator. Mm. I, I would have. Especially for Pokemon Yellow. Yeah. yeah. But also, Red and Blue, maybe not. Pokemon where's Yellow, the yeah. love for Venusaur? Yeah. Oh, with yeah. both of them. <laughs> <laughs> Why, what's the what's well, it's red, blue, and yellow. So yeah, it's know, Charizard. Whoever played was, green, yeah, w- did green even exist? Well, green existed. Green, leaf, green. Green. leaf green as That's well. Right. Yeah, yeah. But, but Venusaur was so good. Venusaur was good, <laughs> but he's not on the cover. He never was. Sadness. Doesn't I'm sorry. I just don't get it. <laughs> no one likes Bulbasaur. Um, Everyone should. What? <laughs> it's the strongest choice in those games. He was really strong. So, look, I mean, the fact that games are going to be released to everyone to purchase is really cool, you know, for nostalgia and to play them again and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, they'll be on the virtual console. I don't think they'll hold up. Oh, <laughs> uh, look, uh, yeah. You know, I think you might play through it once and then, or play oh. it for like five minutes and then go, oh, I remember this when I was like eight years old. The, the yeah. last time I played it, it was oh on my God, that really... an emulator and I had the turbo boost. I actually was like eight years space old. Spacebar button. You hold down spacebar <laughs> and everything goes. Ten times faster. I was eight year old when Pokemon came out. That's you feel old now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sudden realization that that was twenty years ago. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it's cool they're coming out. It's a good thing of the anniversary. It's all great and stuff. But yeah, it's disappointing we're not getting this great new 3DS bundle, which would have really sold, I think, and helped that space with some really cool 3DS games coming out in the coming months. It feels like a miss for me. They're doing 2DS. You never know. They instead. might do it. They might. I hope they do. I hope they realize the areas of their ways. Now. um... We do have some other Nintendo news to go through, but you know what? It is relevant to our topic of the week, so we'll talk about it in just a moment. Now, our topic this week is talking about 2016 and Nintendo's big plans for the year, their big releases, and their possible plans with things like the NX, for example. You're on Critical Hit on Joy 94.9. A bit of soundtrack there for you from Star Fox Zero. Which is as good a place yeah. as any to kick off our conversation about the big Nintendo games of 2016. Nintendo. <gasps> Nintendo. Nintendo. <laughs> um, now, Star Fox Zero, arguably, I mean, in terms of games that have been announced with a release date, the biggest game they've got going at the moment. Um, it was due out last year. It's been delayed a couple of times, um, delayed till March this year, and now delayed again till July this year. Um, but hey, it's still scheduled this year, which is great, and I think it will come out uh, by then. Are we excited about Star Fox, guys? I'm so excited. <laughs> I spent so much time playing Star Fox as a kid. Yep. It's. Oh, I just can't wait. Yeah, I cannot wait. Kev, did you play Star Fox much when you were younger? No. 
you're, you're, you're keen on this. I, though, yeah? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I played the only thing, the first iteration of Star Fox that I ever saw was like Smash Brothers. Yeah, same yeah, Fox. Yeah, same Fox. Well. And, I, and I didn't know really what it was. Um, but yeah, I think it was oh, like. Because it was 64, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I never really had a 64. Like, I had a 64 for a very short period of time. And in that time, I just played Pokemon Snap yeah. and Mario 64. Yep. So, I haven't had much to do with Star Fox, but I'm excited to look at Star Fox Zero and see what that's like because yeah. I've heard it's amazing. Mm. Viv? It looks very Thoughts? good. Um, yeah, well, it looks really good. Yeah, I've never actually played Star Fox before, but it like it kind of looks like uh, Ratchet and Clank almost. like. It kind of, to me, like the graphics do, and that just kind of like makes me feel excited for it because that's a yeah. part of my childhood. So I kind of like associate that with that, and it's like, oh, yeah, this could actually be really good. Except for the, the old space combat, of course, which is a little yeah. bit more intense. So it's that's it's what a, I can't wait for. Like, it's so much fun. Space combat's so space hard to get combat. right, though. Yeah, and I, but I they, always yeah. am worried. They got it right for that. How'd they get it era. right, though? Why was it so good? It was easy. So yeah, normally it's not. Normally it wasn't it's clunky. horrible. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't clunky. It wasn't, you know, it was just easy. It wasn't do, difficult. Do a barrel roll, like <laughs> yeah, that's where I came from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I think um, in terms of Nintendo games, Star Fox. I mean, this hasn't. When was the last Star Fox released? Even like <laughs> a long it, time uh, ago. Was it on GameCube? Maybe I can't even recall. Uh, I think was so. it even? Did that even happen? Was that a thing? I'm um, making it up. Oh, maybe it you're making up things. Like, well, <laughs> <laughs> maybe I am. Um, I mean, it's been a long time since this franchise has had a game, and I think that um, they might have had one on 3ds. Maybe now I'm thinking about it. Um, there was a GameCube game. There was a Nintendo DS and a Nintendo 3ds. <laughs> there was meant to be one on Wii, but they cancelled it. Yeah. So I mean, we'll see how it goes. Obviously, with the motion control stuff, it does lend itself a little bit to space stuff with the gamepad and what can be on there and changing your weaponry and stuff. I suppose. Like, I, I'm I'm curious about it, but it is also not familiar for most people that have Nintendo nowadays, no. you know? Like, the demographic has changed, and if you didn't play Star Fox 64, there's a good chance you haven't played Star Fox before. <laughs> they left it alone for too long, though, that's why, I think. Yeah. Fox McCloud was always, like, this one character that didn't do too much in Smash Brothers, yeah. and no one picked him. Yeah. So, and then they just, like, they brought out tinier versions of the games instead of bringing out... Mainstream. Ones. I think he could be on, on. No, that's silly to say. I was going to say as big as Mario, but that's just dumb. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, but you know, he could be bigger than he is. He could be bigger, bigger than Luigi. Yeah, that's exactly. A hard, that's a hard. <laughs> um, it's what I'm saying. I feel the same about F Zero. Remember F Zero? That was so good. Oh, that was a Nintendo 64 game that was quite popular. They had a GameCube version as well, but yeah. there hasn't been an F Zero for F Zero X. Yeah, yeah. It's been like 15 years since an F Zero game came out. That's where Captain Falcon came from. Um, it's a simple uh, racing yeah. game. It's like Wipeout basically, but it came out before Wipeout did. And I, they should bring that back too, but they haven't for some reason. So there's a few franchises that have been left kind of dormant for by a company Nintendo. that. You hear me say this all the time that I think markets solely on nostalgia. Yeah. They've got so many games like that that they could bring back. Well, yeah. maybe they're keeping them in their pocket for later. Maybe. That's right. Maybe this is but the how long is how long is too long? Maybe this is too long. Well, we'll see when it comes out how popular it is. And again, being delayed over and over again with the current generation, with yeah. a console that no one's really playing much at the moment, is risky. So we'll see how it goes. It's enough Hopefully. to make me buy a console. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> now, another game that will make many people buy a Wii U, in my opinion, has to be Twilight Princess HD, a chance to play 
arguably one of the best Zelda games. In my opinion, the best Zelda game. In Kevin's opinion, the best Zelda game. Um, it was originally released on the Wii and on the GameCube at the same time. So it was a GameCube title. They pushed it onto the Wii, but then released it on both because they wanted to make sure GameCube fans still had it. Correct. Which was nice. It was um, when the Wii was first coming out. So it was the launch title for yeah, the Wii. Yeah, it was the launch title for the Wii. Yes. I remember getting it uh, with my Wii and just playing it for like a week straight. Yeah. It was amazing. So, it'll be, it'll be a good game to have in HD, that's for sure. Uh, I know people are excited about it. It's so good. Like, I played Twilight Princess last year again, and it was just... It still lives up to my expectations of how yeah, amazing right. a game it is. Um, and, yeah, it is absolutely, hands down, my favourite Zelda title. Yep. Um, just because I also love Wolf Link. Wolf like, Link, yeah. Wolf Link is, is amazing. Do you think... Such a great idea. I mean, I, I think it's cool, right? But, I mean, I was waiting for a Zelda Wii U announcement to come. Like, you know, I know they yeah. might be holding off for the NX possibly now. And I, I figure that. But, I mean, everyone's waiting for a Zelda Wii U, a new one, to really use the graphics that haven't been used before and really make a really amazing game. And they're like, oh, we're doing Twilight Princess HD. And we're like, oh, we had Wind Waker HD a year and a half Which ago. Which is amazing. Yeah, but it's just remakes. And it's not... Uh, it's nostalgia again. Like Ronnie said, they live on nostalgia and they make, they make money. They print money on nostalgia. Um, <laughs> I think remakes... I remakes, I don't think, work as well. I think it's a waste of money. Well, I mean, Wind Waker sold pretty well, though. They're, but do you think that's because the console doesn't have a lot of other games to play? Well, they're not also the, the only developer that ever does this. Like, you know... No, uh, no. Yeah, didn't they remaster like The Last of Us even after like two years? Not even. Oh, Not yeah. even. Like six months. So you know, six months later they remaster <laughs> yeah. it for yeah. PS4. And I'm guilty. I bought that. Yeah, so. exactly right. So <laughs> like, like Nintendo at least remastering games that haven't been out for years. Like uh, Twilight Princess came out what 2007? Yeah. I'm not saying it's a a bad decision. It's almost 10 years ago. And I get what you mean, is that, you know, we are all waiting for Zelda. um, Zelda, The next Zelda. The next Zelda, whatever whatever it may be. But I think the fact is, and what they're doing, is they're setting up for the fact that they're bringing this game out. So they had, you know, they announced Zelda ages ago. Yeah. And then Hyrule Warriors came out. And now Hyrule Warriors Legends, now Twilight Princess HD. Now you're getting the on the on board the hype train. Do you think yeah. so though? <laughs> it does. Uh, doesn't it, it feel sense. more like stalling? No, for for me, it does feel like hype building. Getting but, people yeah. to fall back in love yeah. with Zelda. Absolutely, yeah. reminding you of exactly why you fell in love with Zelda in the first place. So, what do you think, Vivi? You a Zelda girl? You, well, you care about this, or are you like me? I've never actually played. Zelda? <gasps> I know, I know. I think I've told you guys like this right before, now. but I like Bitch, hold my poodle. Kev hasn't played like Final Fantasy or something. I just had to hold Kev back. Are you kidding me? I had to hold Kev back. I've played so many Final Fantasy. There's one game franchise you haven't played that really irritates me. I forget which one it is. There's a few games I haven't played yeah, that really irritates yeah. you. Like Halo. So, from your perspective, <laughs> someone who hasn't played Zelda before is hearing about Twilight Princess HD, arguably a fantastic Zelda game coming out in HD. Is that something that you're like, oh, cool, now I can I can do well, this? Yeah, actually, yeah, because it's it's hard to come across, um, like, the old consoles that you can go play it on. Like, I have to go and play it on the old consoles if I want to go and play it. But now that this is out, I can just go, well, oh, just buy this and I'll play it on my, my new Fandangle consoles. And <laughs> to a point, you're right. However, <laughs> I'll challenge your point in that the game was released on the Wii, which you can play on the Wii U. So you can go and buy Twilight Princess secondhand or whatever for probably cheap nowadays <laughs> and play it on yeah. your Wii U, right? Actually, you can't. Oh, It still sells for quite a lot of money. 
And that's because Nintendo seem to refuse to drop their prices because they still sell well at the full price Correct. all the time, which is, yeah. Correct. So okay. I remember uh, buying Twilight Princess <laughs> quite recently and it wasn't, like, much cheaper than buying an actual Wii okay. game. So, yes, I get with, still. with that. But also, it, with, from the fact of, say, someone who hasn't played it before... Um, the graphics are great for 2007, but the graphics playing Twilight Princess now, they're not... They, with our TVs, they yeah. look terrible. Yeah. So, the fact is, doing a HD remake or a remaster makes it, a makes makes it appear yeah. better. Yeah. And plus, they're bringing in Amiibo functionality. Which I want to talk Ooh. about, because there was some bit of controversy this way. A bit of um, misplaced controversy, I find. I thought it was just on Facebook at first, but it actually was news sites reporting on it, which I, I question um, their journalistic integrity. But they were saying, you know, oh, the Twilight Princess HD will have an amiibo with it, um, and you have to have the amiibo to unlock content on the game. So there'll be an extra dungeon that the Wolf Link amiibo is required for to play those dungeons. If you don't have the Wolf Link amiibo, you can't play those dungeons. was basically the phrasing yeah. of these articles I yeah. read and the opinions of people on Facebook, including our very own Archer, Archer from Critical yeah. Hit. And... Here's the thing, though, right? At this point, at least, you cannot buy Twilight Princess HD without, without it being bundled with the Amiibo. <laughs> so people are whinging about day one DLC and saying this is crap, you have to use the Amiibo, they're making us buy a toy so you can get the extra so content. It comes with it. It comes <laughs> with the toy. But they've done it, like, you, you've got to realise as well, Nintendo has this with nearly every single game that's coming out recently. Yeah, like, Splatoon did that a Splatoon year ago. Splatoon had it with their Amiibos, you got extra dungeons, uh, Mario Party, 10 has the amiibo mode which you can only use if you have an amiibo but also it came with, with an, an amiibo. amiibo so the thing is that <laughs> Animal yes, Crossing Amiibo Festival Animal Crossing, yeah. came with amiibos like, oh my gosh it's you know, okay people it's the okay. world isn't ending <laughs> but, but it's right but you're right it is it's, it's they're trying to actually utilise the amiibo they came up with this thing to use it Let's try and actually use it for a thing. And even if it yeah. was sold separately as DLC, at least you're getting a cool figurine with it. Companies do day one DLC and charge you money for it without giving you anything. Yep. It's a digital thing they're giving you for nothing, yeah. $15 or yeah. whatever. At least if you, in this case, in this instance, if you were buying it separately, at least you're getting a figurine out of it. Like, that's more than others would give. And but again, it's bundled with the game. People need to relax. But the thing yeah. is, you know, if you're buying it, and you love Zelda, and you love Twilight Princess, you're going to love having a Wolf Link amiibo. Why wouldn't you? It's actually one of the things I'm really excited about, is having a Wolf Link amiibo. It's a cool-looking amiibo. It's a cool-looking figure. So I'm excited about it. And so, yeah, take that, Archer, and internet. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us with the game. Like, relax a little bit. Relax, guys. Nintendo aren't the devil. Just calm calm your farm. More Nintendo Preview 2016 coming back at you very shortly here on Critical Hit on Joy 94.9. Next one. Ron, Ronnie, you're excited about this. You, I'm so excited about this. You only discovered this like a week ago. And yeah, you were because at work, I don't like, have the Martin internet. Now. I can only do it at work. So. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, that sucks. Um, <laughs> that sucks for other things too. Now, we're talking about uh, Pokken Tournament. Now, Pokken Tournament, it's it's Pokken. You know it's Pokken. Don't be, don't <laughs> no, be yeah. corrected me a million times. <laughs> it's not Pokken It should be Pokken. No, it should be Pokken because kids should not play a game about Pokken. Do you understand really? me? It's not good. Pocket. Damn, Pokemons. Pocket. <laughs> now, what Pocket is, is it's basically, it's because it's based on Tekken, and it's also Pokemon. So you play a fighting game one-on-one, but instead of using, you know, your regular fighting characters like from Tekken and Street Fighter and stuff, you're using Pokemon to, to Pokemon. Battle. It's so cool. It's Pokemon battles. It is. But without, the, without the turn-based ball. Yeah, yeah. And you don't, like, throw a Pokeball and it then, like, sounds say, really Oi, excited. do this. <laughs> you actually get to do with that. Like, it's a real time. That's you don't pretty be cool. Like, it's, it's just use Pokemon. <laughs> so you don't care about this, Viv. You're like, eh, whatever. No, I think it'll 
it'll be interesting, but the that way means, it's that kind of described, it's just like, it's Tekken, but with Pokemon, but it's still Pokemon will they have? Like <laughs> my question is, will they have the same jiggle physics as, like, Tekken? Uh, <laughs> they're alive. <laughs> oh, sorry, they're alive. They're alive. <laughs> they have yeah. the jiggle physics. Yeah, just a yeah. jiggle yeah. physics. Yeah. Yeah. With the volleyball. <laughs> oh, Chansey. No. <laughs> Jinx. You made, Jinx. It, you made it really bad. Mr. Mime. <laughs> You're destroying my childhood. I'm so Chansey's sorry. Chansey's lovely and innocent. And, and Whatever you could get, like, physics. Officer Jenny to fight. <laughs> Clefairy. No. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Nurse now, Joy versus Misty. Uh, the game was announced. Ew. The game was announced to be released now March 18th worldwide. So it's coming pretty soon, which is very exciting. Now, it's been out in Japan in arcades, um, playable. You know, cause arcades are huge in Japan. Like, they're mm. multi-story, massive, big deals. You're going to love it when you go, Viv. Oh, I'm so looking mind. forward to it. <laughs> I loved it when I was there. And um, in Japan, though, it's not doing so well uh, because fighting enthusiasts who really play the street fighter and the tournaments and stuff like that they think that it's actually un- imbalanced basically unbalanced yeah. so in one arcade in particular i read a story where they actually removed pocket tournament from the arcade because no one was playing it it was taking up you know valuable real estate that a different arcade machine could be and getting coins but people weren't playing it because it was essentially not as good as your Tekken, your Street Fighter, your Mortal Kombat, and mm. what have you. But that's also coming from a country that has a huge culture in arcade games, so they've got massive standards. This is going to be a console <laughs> game here. So and it will be over there be as well. So, yeah, but I think as a console game in Australia, but it's going to work so well. You'd think a Pokemon fighting game in Japan would be money. Yeah, that's the thing. Regardless yeah, of quality of the gameplay, yeah. you'd think it would be money. Japan it's loves cute things. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> We'll see. Look at the characters you can be. You can be uh, Gengar. You can be Machamp. You can be Pikachu Libre. A I Mexican like wrestler it's Pikachu. Like it's, it's not. Because <laughs> <laughs> you control the Pokemon and you don't be like, do fire. Do. I can't even think right now. I'm so excited. <laughs> like, I like that you're excited. And I, I understand. I don't get excited like this excited about most games. I'm but just- like, Pokemon is. It's my thing. I'm just really interested because when they first announced Pokemon Tournament, I was like, okay, it's going to be like the fighting Pokemon, but now it just looks like they're bringing in a whole bunch of different ones. Yeah. So it's like, wait, how does Moltres uh, fight somebody? They're like, Fire. does he like punch? Moltres. Yeah, does it like Moltres punch a- with his wings or something? He was a fighting <laughs> fire. Kind of? Yeah, but I just, I just think it's like, you know. It, it like it's not tech and style. Well, you could you just know. do fighting Pokemon. Yeah, yeah they're not popular enough yeah. to sell. And it would be boring if it was just like punch. Yeah, Hitmonchan. Hitmonchan. Yeah, it would get boring. <laughs> it would get. I'm yeah. skeptical. I hope it's good, but I think Same. like most fighting games, the the replayability is is low. Um, I'm curious to see. I mean, Street Fighter comes out four weeks before the Street Fighter Five, so I mean, it's it's got some pretty <laughs> stiff. Competition you know how in the critical I am genre. about fighting about fighting genres. It's not my favorite thing. At all. Do you reckon I Pokemon wipes the criticism away because it's Pokemon? Yes. <laughs> I'm sure 20 years people later. Will buy it. People who hate fighting games will buy it because it's Pokemon. I'm sure Nintendo is hoping mm. that happens. They're right. I think, I think well, it will, yeah. It'll probably sell really well. Another thing that would make me buy a console. Well, yeah. <laughs> so there's a couple of things coming out for Wii U that make it definitely a bit more bankable, which is for sure. Um, not to be left out, though, the 3DS has a few games coming out uh, this year as well that have been announced. Um, a couple of them uh, look... 
quite good, including a couple of really big, hard-hitting RPGs, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what? The 3DS has really proven itself to be such a good little platform for JRPGs and intense storyline-based RPGs yeah. that you wouldn't see on console because of the cost to make them and put them on there. Now, one of them is... They're both sequels, actually. First one is the sequel to Bravely Default, called Bravely Second, <laughs> uh, which looks really exciting. Bravely Default was a really fun turn-based RPG, um, really cool mechanics. and <laughs> Fun up to a point where you die all the time. It got hard. It got hard. Um, now, this is actually hard, one impossible. that I... <laughs> this is one that I actually saw for sale in Japan when I was there last um, April. So it's been in Japan for nearly a year and we're finally getting it, which is really mm. exciting. Like most <laughs> RPGs, because there's so much dialogue, to localise that into English language takes a long time. Oh, yeah. uh, same thing goes with Fire Emblem Fates. Now, the last Fire Emblem on 3DS was Awakening, which is about three three years ago now, four years ago maybe. Now, Fates is actually going to have two different games um, released at the same time. So they're different stories, but they link together, but so they're slightly different. Three in total? And, yeah, the third one you can download only yeah. digitally if you've bought one of the other two. Yeah. So oh. they're going to be selling it in a bundle with all three games that you can buy, or you can buy one and then maybe get the other, but you can always download the third one. And that third one is going to link it all together anyway and have a conclusion that's separate too. So they're doing an interesting thing with that. And yeah. Fire Emblem fans are going to love it, but I mean... Uh, it's not a mainstream massive release. It is very niche. I'm kind of curious to see how that goes for them. Nintendo mm. don't normally do things like that. They normally play it pretty safe, I have to yeah. say. Although, Pokemon Red and Blue and Pokemon always does the two games, yeah. I guess. Uh, other games more. have done it recently as well. Inazuma did two games, uh, Light and Dark. So, I mean, it'll be interesting to see if the actual games are different enough to justify it. Yeah. yeah. I've never been a fan of Fire Emblem. I don't like the tactic style. Like the um, the grid based yeah. movement and combat and stuff. Yeah, it can be tough. Oh, I've actually yeah. S- yeah. slept on it completely, and I found out today that this is like the fourteenth one. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, well, that's it's it's well, like, wait, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's it's absolutely huge. But it's like Giant franchise. If you don't like those style of games, you're not going to be able to get into it. Yeah, yeah. it is definitely tricky. And um, uh, Codename Steam that came out last yeah. year is from the same devs. Um, that sort of grid based moving around a map. So you got to factor in where your character moves along with the attacks. Yeah. And it can be quite tough. It can be really tricky. You gotta, it's a thinking game, and more so than most games, actually. Yeah. It can be quite taxing. It's like what they did with you know, Final Fantasy Tactics and that kind of thing. The same sort of style. And, yeah, it's just that whole thing of you have to really be invested in it and yeah. be yeah. a strategy. Like, it's it's all about strategy, um, more so than it is about strength or fighting. Cool thing, though, is uh, and Nintendo normally aren't awesome with the inclusive... LGBT stuff but with Fire Emblem Fates you can actually have relationships with whoever, whoever you want male, really? female, whatever so okay. for a company that was scolded quite heavily for I always forget that real lifey game they released Tokodami Life Tomodachi Tomodachi Life where they weren't allowing same sex couples in that game um, and they copped for that so I think for Nintendo to allow this to happen I think it's, it's a small step and I think it's a good step and I'm yeah. glad that they're going to have that on a Nintendo console where you can choose to have a same sex relationship if you want to yeah. so I think that's great I think it's really good um, that they're at least doing that yeah it so, definitely yeah. makes me think about buying it but yeah they're getting good. there like they're getting <laughs> very, there they're getting very there slowly. Slowly. slowly more on the 3DS as well now Kev a bit of a remake there too Hyrule Warriors Legends a remake yeah but with some extra content thrown in for good measure yeah. including a brand new character, Linkle. 
Linkle, the female Link. Linkle. Yes, which which, I, which I've heard as well. She's so cute. Maybe incorporated in separate <laughs> Zelda games in the future yes. too, which is very exciting. Which is good. Right? She is Didn't so cute. See that? Have you yeah, just seen it? No. Right, Linkle, she's she cute. Looks, um, we talked she, about it on the show, and you know, uh, having uh, you know a female option to play as is cool. You know, and I hope they incorporate her in the future Zelda games where you can play as Linkle instead Aww. of Link. So um, they they yeah. did actually hint at her um, a while back in. What was it? Uh, the original Hyrule Warriors by hiding her crossbow um, in oh. the image. So if nice. everyone kind of looked back on it and went, oh my goodness, <laughs> it's all in there. Yeah, so like yeah, essentially they're creating this backstory now of a female Link. Yeah, it is cool. So she's not literally, so it's not like it's a, it's Link but a girl. It's actually a different character. A female hero of time. A female hero of time, Ooh. yeah. So they're not just putting a different face on it and calling it Linkle, you know what I mean? They're actually yeah. uh, you know, putting boobs yeah. on it. Yeah, and she's, <laughs> she's got a crossbow instead of a bow. Um, she still uses a sword, but yeah, it's very cool. It's cool. cool. Yeah. I like that. So that's happening as well. They might have like kind of hinted that that whole androgyny thing with um, the release for the the demo that they released for Zelda U. In that, a lot of people looked at that character that was in there and went, "Is that Link or is that someone else?" Because it's quite feminine. Well, for me, Link has always looked a bit feminine. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah I think intentionally because he's quite nimble and stuff yeah. like that. And I think that, it, and even just the clothes, the elvish sort of clothes that he wears and stuff, it does look sort of feminine by nature. So mm. it's not a massive stretch to have a female link i'm surprised it hasn't happened earlier than this i'm really surprised they didn't bring a female option in for link like you know in the in the skyward sword or something it feels like you know i know it's the whole saving the princess thing yeah it changes the whole um i'm a guess you can save the prince why not thing because then you have to have a female male version of zelda yeah, but uh, it's, only, it's only Link talked, so you can No, that's, that's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it just changes that... a whole bunch of other things. But yes, no, I totally, I totally get where you're coming yeah. from. In yeah. saying that, though, Link could always just save the princess too. I would so, totally be exactly happy with right. that. I, I would, that, that would make me buy it straight away. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, yes, save the princess. That'd be amazing. That'd be really cool. So, And then Link can save a prince. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> controversy that probably won't ever happen. Um, <laughs> it happens in my dreams. Oh, that's so nice. And I'm the prince. Oh. <laughs> now, some other reliable franchises coming out on 3DS as well. Uh, Sonic Boom is having another one. Ugh, nice. yeah. It's not reliable. It's terrible. <laughs> well, let's not talk about it. Um, it's so bad. Just want to let you know it's happening. Um, as is Pokemon Super Mystery Dungeon. So, another Mystery Dungeon game. It's probably the fifth or sixth it's in like that franchise. Five year olds, isn't it? Oh, it's all right. It's mystery dungeons in Pokemon. It's cool. <laughs> it's all right. I don't know. Um, and also Mario and Sonic at the Rio 2016 Olympic Games, which I, is money. That, yeah. Is money. I just don't understand. But these games sell so many copies. On Wii U as well. On Wii U. And, and yeah. they sell so much. They're just... Uh, Mario and Sonic at an Olympic Games doing sports things. Like, yeah. what? Funny thing is, now that I think about it, though, I babysit quite a lot of kids in, in Brunswick. All of them have those games. Yeah, they are money. They Because they're them. unoffensive yeah. and their parents love them to have them. Yep. Yeah. So it's bankable. It's totally bankable. And they can play it with their friends. So it's Every four years, the guaranteed new one comes out. They do winter ones too. So every two years, they've got this guaranteed sports franchise with reliable Which friendly sells so many copies. Wow. But Snore. That's boring, but it's clever. <laughs> it's so clever. Boring for us. And also Metroid yeah. Prime on the 3DS, Federation Force is coming out as well, which is a multiplayer Metroid Prime game on the 3DS, which looks a bit interesting. Not the Metroid Prime that we wanted. Again, we were hoping for a Wii U Metroid Prime to come <laughs> out, and they went, it's a multiplayer 3DS game, and everyone collectively sighed. I want Samus back. <laughs> 
Well, I think she's in there, but it's just they're weird. Yeah, but she's you don't play as Samus. No, one, no, so you play it's, as like a. Yeah. It's disappointing. So um, we're gonna wrap it up pretty much, guys. But look, I mean. Big year for Nintendo. The first half of the year's got a few games coming out. More importantly, though, the back half of the year is completely empty. So I'm predicting they've got to do NX this year. Maybe. For Christmas. NX with a Zelda on NX as a launch title. I don't think Wii U for Zelda will happen. That's my Christmas present right there. I think it has to happen. (laughs) I think, you know, they lost money for the first time in four years last year. Um, The mobile gaming is coming out. Pokemon Go we didn't talk about, but that's going to be huge when Mm. that comes out as well. I've talked about it a few times already. Um, That's why I didn't mention it today. But it's going to happen. It's a thing. And... I think that they need to have something new and exciting. And, and maybe they'll make it, it cheaper, like yeah. they did with the Wii, and that they'll sell heaps. Well, if it has a good gimmick. It needs to have a decent gimmick that actually works as well. You know, the Wii U was a gimmick that didn't come off. It didn't work very well. So it's fine if you want to use it, but developers have chosen not to for the most part. Yeah. So I'm very curious to see how their year goes. But they, Keep your eyes on them. They need to do something because they Body suits and controllers. I think they've got something planned. They've got they're something out there for suits. <laughs> and NX comes with a treadmill. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and virtual <Pass>. reality. <laughs> oh, virtual reality, yeah. That's it from us. Kev, thank you very much. Thank you. Ronnie. Thank, thank you. you. Viv. Thank you. Uh, next week on the show, going through our last 2016 preview, which will be Sony. So make sure you're listening about what's happening on PlayStation this year, including PlayStation VR. Wheel. This has been Critical Hit on Joy 
This has been a Joycast of Critical Hit for Joy 94.9. If you like this podcast, please rate us on iTunes and Stitcher. Achievement unlocked. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.